lock your doors, turn off the lights, and do any of that other shit you usually do when you watch a horror movie. Because now it's time for Screaming at the Screen with Nick and Sarah Jean. And now, here are your horror hosts, Nick and Sarah Jean. Hello, and welcome to this podcast. What podcast is it? Why, it's Screaming at the Screen with Nick and Sarah Jean. Who are we? I'm I'm Nick. And who are you? I'm Sarah Jean. All right, that's the, that's the podcast, and it's a horror podcast, and this is a mini episode in between the movie episodes, and little, I recently little meanie. went out to the to the cinema, and I saw a little uh, a, a, a little little movie called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I gotta see it. Um, Are you bringing it up because of the Scarlet Witch? I'm bringing it up because. Uh, as I was seeing it in the theater, yeah, um, there was a child next to me who, who, who I did not know. And this child... I, I do w- not love children, who, especially ones who I do not know. Let me clarify that. All right. But this child was like, kind of like, like covering their eyes up during some of the more horrific scenes. And I was just like, children oh. get scared. It's weird. Which made me think like, okay, this is a pretty decent gateway horror movie. So... Uh-huh. I would, you know, just kind of want to talk about gateway horror movies. Like, how did you get into horror? Like, what are the, oh, the, the I horror love movies that, that question, you watched? Nick. We didn't know really what we wanted to talk about. Nick asked me to think of something, and I'm too lazy, and I couldn't think of anything. And, and look at you coming through with a great... I'm bad at asking questions. I'm really good at talking about myself. Um, Clearly. <laughs> classic. Gateway horror. This is... Breathe that gonna, microphone more. Horror. <laughs> My espresso breath. Can you smell it as you listen? Jesus. Um, gross. I'm gross. It's, um, I'm an interesting case because growing up, I did not like horror. Mm -hmm. Um, I was not, I did not watch it growing up. It was not something me and my family watched. Um, it was much later in life as I like became more obsessed with Halloween that I really became obsessed with then horror movies. Mm -hmm. My sister loved them growing up. And by love them, I mean, she was in a sadomasochistic relationship with horror movies starting at probably had to be maybe seven or eight years old or so, where she would watch them. She'd force herself to watch them. And then she would always be scared. Like, she loved them, but she would have to sleep with my parents in their bed um, every, like, for weeks afterwards. She watched these horror movies. I feel like eventually we need to get Katie on the podcast as a guest, just so she Uh, could talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm like talking about her all the time now. I'm sorry, love. I hope I'm doing you, you, your beautiful self justice. Um, but she, she, she would say that like she, she loved horror movies, and I, I like. I'm trying to think about the first one that I, I feel like she. What? No, sorry. I, it goes further back, I guess. Um, because there were a couple I can think of that she became obsessed with. I, I, conjuring, we had a big conjuring phase. Um, this is more. But, this is a recent. But but the first, the very first, because we're talking about before I liked horror. I was I was scared of horror movies. I was at my childhood friend's house, 
Oh, love a good give love a good watching a horror movie for the first time at a friend's house story. A friend's house. Uh my good friend and her brother, older brother, of course, like with his older brother friends, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like we weren't my at my house this would have never flown. Uh we were at we were at a house of uh the drummer the drummer in my mom and dad's van, their house. And I of course I was friends with their kids. We played growing up and stuff and hung out. And and their house was like stuff at my house that didn't fly. It flew there. We we could watch. This had to have been the first R-rated movie I'd ever seen, I think, too. And it Halloween. And the and the music started playing. Ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding, you know? And I was just like, no, like, this is not going to be okay. This is not going to be cool. I'm going to freak out. It, I don't think it was actually the original Halloween. It might have been like a sequel or some one of the later movies. Um, I don't remember the movie at all. I just remember like this feeling of like, this is bad. I'm breaking the rules. This, And I was a very big rule follower growing up. Not anymore, but like I was. And I was like, we're going to get in trouble. Like the devil is going to haunt us. And... You know, was really religious growing up, too, so I was just terrified of what was going to happen. And I was so, I don't even think I made it through the movie because I was so traumatized by Mike, Mike Myers' mask. Like, the image of his face um, in those movies, every oh. time I, like, saw a mask in a store of him afterwards, I can, I can like, feel my heart race. I can remember feeling my heart like race and stop anytime I saw one after that point in my life. These uh these past two episodes have been big for SNL cast members. We talked about Dana Carvey in the last episode. Now we're yeah. talking about Mike Myers. This is, <laughs> I like how you call him Mike like you know well, him. Well uh, we're we're good me and we're we're bi- we're biffles now. I was scared back in the day, but now we're BFFs and um I so this is also funny because before I was a horror movie fan, I was a comedy fan. I mean we're and we're talking at a very young age. Like I watched old Saturday Night Live with my parents. So I knew and I watched Austin Powers, my sister was also obsessed with the Austin Powers movies. Mm-hmm. So I knew who Mike Myers was and they started before I knew Halloween and they started talking about Halloween and so I was also, I was like scared and confused because I kept waiting for him to take off the mask and he would be Michael, Mike Myers from Saturday Night Live from Austin Powers. I was so, I was so all over the place, so well, it's confused. A, it's a good thing you only see his face that one time when he's freaking okay. out trying to put the mask back on. Yeah, yeah. How old I, were How old were you when you watched this movie? I, I had to have been. Um, my sister was born, so I was older than five, but I wasn't much older. I had to have been like seven or eight, like before double digits, I think. Wait, you're, so you're seven or eight when you watched Halloween for the first time? I, th- I believe so. Like it was before, I think it was before it, a 10 at the most, like before like teen, like preteen teen years for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. I just remember um, like during, during a time like that, I just remember, I remember being very scared of Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Because like God, that's I, I don't I don't watch that until much later. Because I I hadn't watched the movie, but I'd seen like the Hannibal Lecter mask, and I was like, "What's that movie?" And then my mom told me about it. What like it's about this? You know, he's a cannibal, and I was like, "What's a cannibal?" It's like, "Oh, somebody who eats people." And then at one point, she told me that like Buffalo Bill, you know, cut people's skin off and then was making a skin <laughs> Whoa, suit. Oh, mom! And it's just <laughs> Sheila does not hold back. She does not. Filter herself. Yeah. Well, she, she did a lot of... I remember, like, we would... My dad would, like, watch action movies. Like, I remember watching The Rock a lot as a kid. 
uh, the Nicolas Cage Sean Connery movie. Yeah. And then my mom's like, don't let him watch that. And my dad's like, I just didn't care. That, that is exactly <laughs> the same case with my dad. Like, he was, uh, my mom's go-to phrase for almost any movie was, oh, it's too dark. You don't, that's too dark. You don't want to watch that. You don't. It's, it's too, you. she would say things like, you don't want to invite that into your, like, life or house like you don't want that in your because she she had a really like traumatic experience with Stephen King books growing up and stuff and like like I don't and is very religious right so she she doesn't believe in welcoming things like that into Mm -hmm. her um you know space and so that's what she would say but my dad on the other hand meanwhile like he was the we didn't watch a lot of horror films together but things like uh, he was the one who took me to see Jurassic Park and then bought it for me. And then we would watch X-Files and, and Cops together, which came on like around the time X-Files. I don't even know why we watched that. but um. Yeah, Cops cops would come on because X-Files came on yeah. yeah, around the same time as Cops. And we watched... What, what other things did we watch together that he... He's famous in our household for once sitting the family down over one Halloween to watch The Exorcist when we were way too young for it. And and forgetting what like forgetting some we all know the scene we're we're thinking of if you've seen The Exorcist uh, one in particular that is incredibly graphic and he forgot about it and we got to that part and he had to shut it off. He just started my mom and him started screaming, "No, no, no, no." Tommy Paycheck was like, "Oh shit." And like he and it was leaping so, off the couch. It was so cute and funny because here he was. I didn't realize this until recently. My dad studied film in college. I had no idea he was like an actual a movie like buff like that. Mm-hmm. And so we've recently like started to have conversations about movies. And here he was. He thought he was like educating these young daughters, like sitting them down to watch this like famous horror movie. And it was October, and it was going to be a family mm-hmm. event. And he was so proud, and he was so excited. And my mom, who like didn't know it all and is the most like religious conservative person ever he and he totally forgot like what the what happened in the movie that made it so like you know newsworthy right and and it was just so it was so hilarious we laughed so hard i remember tommy's like your kids are gonna love this i know i made y'all watch the french connection this is a different Friedkin film, and I know next week we're, next week during this Friedkin repertoire, we're going to watch To Live and Die in L.A., but first got to get through The Exorcist. To this day, he still goes, well, that was a bad move, wasn't it? <laughs> Good old Tommy Paycheck. And my mom just goes, no, no, never again. That, that was dark. That was, ugh. So we're going to do an episode of The Exorcist in which your parents are going to be the guests. Oh my god! Yeah, I was like, we gotta invite Katie. We got it. A horror movie clearly has a lot to do with my, you know, my family. We yeah, my them. my intro to horror was very weird because I remember I used to, I I've always loved Halloween, and it's mainly through like I think like I feel like Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, I was I was like, good, it's got to be Ghostbusters for you because you have Ghostbusters little... is a good gateway horror movie, and that led into like a love of Halloween and dressing up, and then I used to watch Disney Halloween. And then the parts that I loved, like one of the parts I loved the most was yeah. from Fantasia was the um, yeah. night on night on was it Skull Mountain? Yeah, from Fantasia, in which all I, the all the ghouls come out. This is how scared I was. Was it night on Bald Mountain? Up. Yeah, it's Bald Mountain. But um, that part's really, really, really like cool. And like I remember. 
like watching Disney stuff, like Walt Disney really wanted that in. Like people were like, this is way too scary to put into like a family film, Walt Disney. Yeah. Walt Disney's like, I don't give a shit. It's cool. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of, I, I like, I don't know why I'm not thinking of like all the Disney villains and how scary they are. Like for children's cartoons, like, yeah. Uh, they are menacing and terrifying every every last one of them like um yeah disney disney is like surprisingly good at introducing i feel like they don't really do it as much but like introducing horror elements to children yeah now now it's about like actual uh it's not like fictional scary elements like i think before they used a lot of these things as like metaphors but now they're just they're coming out with their movies and they're saying like these are actual real life issues that like you're gonna deal with like they get really uh disney has gotten very which i love like very open and honest about they're not like hiding behind villains and stuff and good guys bad guys or whatever they're like coming out and talking about um i don't know real Let's talk about mental health and like yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, that's what like, they do. <laughs> yeah, and maybe maybe I'm thinking a lot about Pixar too. But Disney, yeah, as it's well, mainly it's know. mainly Pixar. Yeah, I'm thinking, but I am thinking about. I know I can't really reference because I haven't seen a lot of the recent Disney movies. But things like starting Brave, Frozen, mm-hmm. um, what Coco, I think. Yeah, Coco. Yeah, Coco deals with death and the afterlife mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It's not really scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of the last Disney movie that was genuinely scary. Can't think of one. I can't. But you know, like it was just back in the like. It's, it's obviously different now. We used to see like, uh, like I I want to see the version of Dark Cauldron, Black Cauldron, because mm-hmm. apparently they like the the new the the version that's out now, which is not good. But apparently they like really wanted to make like a dark, like yeah. horror fantasy movie for kids. Well, I mean, doesn't it make sense? Because all the all the stories that Disney movies are based off of are incredibly dark folk tales. Yeah. They're like they're not yeah so like why I why wouldn't you lean into that you know yeah. like I, if that's where you're pulling it from uh, we're already starting at a very dark place with almost everything yeah but what made. yeah one of the first like horror movies I watched like stayed up and like I'm gonna watch this movie I think it was The Fly I don't know why I decided to watch oh. The Fly it was David Cronenberg's The Fly I accidentally saw that young I accidentally saw it and it fucked me up because i had not seen any like body horror kind of stuff i guess Mm -hmm. is what what you call it and and it oh man i was like i felt like i was gonna throw up watching that movie as a kid well you watched it you watched it because you're a big mel brooks fan so you're trying to go through all of mel Mel brooks's uh production (laughs) like all the movies he produced straight so that's how you that's how you watch the elephant man and the fly yeah yeah straight up um I did grow up watch before I ever watched a horror movie. I grew up watching a lot of like we grew up watching Blazing Saddles. Of course, I remember yeah. uh, Blazing Saddles. Uh, all the all the cowboys farting by the campfire. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. the funniest fucking thing was, I've ever seen in my was life. Spaceballs, Brooks as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Those two I saw. I saw those movies. I saw Spaceballs before I saw Star Wars. Like my family is a comedy family. <laughs> I I did not know. About Star Wars. I, I didn't see it until I was a full-grown adult. I just pictured you watching Star Wars like, damn, they ripped off a lot from Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, literally, I remember, this is so, and you know, you know I like Star Wars, but you know by the time I saw it, I was a little too old to, like, appreciate it the way I should have. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's and guess what, everybody? Star Wars is for children. My, Stop pretending it's for adults. 
Excuse me, adults. It's for children. You can't enjoy it anymore. It's for kids. You can't enjoy it, but it's but, for it's for children. I'm, I'm just saying it would have. I think people had hyped it up by that point so much, and of course, my boyfriend at the time, like all boyfriends do, with their like however old I was, 17, 18 year old girlfriends, and sat me down and was like. You've never seen Star Wars. You have to watch Star Wars. Okay, fine, cool. I'll watch it. I've never seen it. And I just sat there watching it thinking, Spaceballs was better the whole time. (laughs) And I was like, he just doesn't get me. I I like Spaceballs. I like Spaceballs. He likes Star Wars. I'm Cheer Captain and he is a Dark Lord. Um. (laughs) Were they at Warp Tour? That's a... (laughs) I was trying to reference, like, do something with Darth Vader there, and also I was singing a Taylor Swift song, but, um, but no, oh, yeah, which I, yeah, yeah. I still like Star Wars, but I just, I grew up, and I grew up believing that, too, because my family both, that my family was not into Star Wars. They were like, they like, that's why they like Spaceballs, because it made fun of Star Wars. Anyways. Uh, yeah, The Fly, I remember watching that as a kid, and then we had to, like, we, I think we helped out at, like, Salvation Army or something like that around the holidays, mm-hmm. and it was in an old Kmart, and I had really had to go to the bathroom one time, and then they were like, oh, it was in the shopping center that's in, um, I know like, exactly. Southwest, Southwest Montgomery. Oh, never mind. And, uh, it was like an old Kmart, and, uh, stop trying to jump to the end of the story, Sarah Jean. You can't figure everything out. I'm so excited. But, I was like, I had to go to the bathroom, and then the guy organizing it was just like, oh yeah, well, we don't have bathrooms here, but there's a store, a couple of stores, like storefronts down, which has a bathroom you can use. Uh, here's the key, go use it. And we walked in there, and this storefront was empty. And then we went into the back room, and the back looked like Seth Brundle's lab from The Fly. Oh, God. No, thank so, like, as a kid, no, I was like, you. I need to go to the bathroom as quickly as possible because mm-hmm. a fly is going to puff up out of nowhere and throw up on my arms and make, make them fall off. Mm-mm. Isn't You watch movies as kids, and isn't that, like, isn't it so fun to remember how they affect you, and then when you go different places, like, you have you have the movie in your mind, and it affects you so much so that, like... Yeah, I remember being a kid and, like, running out of places that reminded me of of scary movies. I remember, like, uh, because we used to, like, we had a pretty substantial VHS collection as a kid. And we used to go to, like, Sam's Club and buy VHS tapes. And I remember, like, looking through the VHS tapes. I remember, for some reason, looking in the horror and, like, the Teen Wolf, for some reason, that scared Uh. the shit out of me. Because it's the idea of like a werewolf that was out and about during the daytime. Yeah. And then uh, another image that was burning my brain was from Friday the 13th, uh, part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan, in which specifically it's the shot of Jason like going through a porthole because famously 80% of the movie takes place on a boat and not Manhattan. (laughs) And it's Jason... It's like Jason takes a long trip to Manhattan. Oh, wow. That's what the title should wow. be. But the ferry, the ferry to Manhattan. It should be yeah. called the Staten Island Ferry. Jason takes the Staten Island Ferry. I, so you, yeah, you haven't seen any of the, the Friday the Thirteenth sequels, but like no, uh-uh. for I'm some not reason, so for some reason, Camp Crystal Lake is connected to a the the Atlantic Ocean just for this movie, and so Jason's able to go from Camp Crystal Lake onto <laughs> oh, a boat. That's so dumb. 
And anyway, there's a shot from the movie of Jason like going through a porthole and like grabbing somebody and like choking them. Yeah. Whereas a kid, I thought he was going through a mirror, and that made it even scarier. Was that like, oh, this guy could come out of my mirror and kill oh, me? God. The mirror shit. The mirror shit as a kid is not cool. Bathroom but later, shit, what, mirror shit. No but later you. on, you realize like that thing that I thought was in Jason was actually also was actually an Evil Dead because Evil Dead famously has Evil Ash coming through the mirror to like attack mm. Good Ash. There's lots Ash. of that's a pretty typical like thing in in horror movies that I can remember that of. Of the mirrors, you know, being an alternate portal or someone coming out of a mirror. And it's one of those things you see as a kid that you're like, fuck, like, what do I do? I can't be around mirrors now. I can't look in a mirror. I can't. Um. <laughs> yeah, I remember, like, yeah, Bloody Mary being a big thing in elementary oh, school. God. Like, say Bloody Mary. Like, you got to turn the hot water on. Oh, I uh, and I... Hit it, it, Again, I was such a, I was such a good little girl. I could not I could never do but Bloody Mary. Uh-uh. I was like, no, no, no. Uh, I didn't I didn't fuck with it. I did not until much later. I was like, no, thank you. No scary stuff for me. And I'm like, yes. Oh, I can ask. drink. I can. I can drink this during the day and not be shamed. Yes, I'll have a Bloody Mary. Now I'm all for bloody at brunch, lunch, the next day after a hangover, for dinner, at the airport, on a plane. Bloody Marys everywhere. Classic, but but at that age, no way, Jose. I said you mentioned Teen Wolf and werewolves were also. I had a huge thing with werewolves. Uh, I, I, I was you dated you dated multiple werewolves. I did. I did. I was like terrified of them, but like also fascinated and love with them. Um, team Jacob all the way. Um, um, I never got into Twilight, but I I li- I did. I do remember. Having like this thing, I think for Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf as a, as a young kid, you know, like I was. Did I, you like I him more as the wolf or as the or oh, as or as, as the Scott? as the human? Oh, okay. Obviously, come on. Yeah. Come on. Not a not a freak. I, I was about to say his name was Scott Thompson, but Scott Thompson is famously a member of Kids of the Hall. I um. That was the first scary movie, actually. I think that's my official gateway movie because it was the first, te- technically, because it was like a comedy more so. And I, when I was old enough that I could watch it. I watched it all the time. I loved Teen Wolf. Um, and I could, that was the only like horror movie for a while I could get through. And it helped me cope. I was scared of wolf, uh, werewolves and I thought they were real. Around around that time that I was going over to my friend's house and the older brother told me a story about a werewolf that lived in their neighborhood. So I was terrified of them. And then I finally watched Teen Wolf and it helped me be able to realize that not all werewolves are evil. And, and I could... <laughs> Hashtag not all werewolves. Not all werewolves are evil. And I was going to be okay. And after that, I kind of became okay with scary movies. That was definitely my like easing into it. Well, this is a, this is a good time to transition into talking about what movie we're going to talk about <laughs> and I, next episode. I've got stories about this one, too. Oh, God. And this is a movie that I famously have not seen. I'm so shocked. Because uh, as a kid, it came out when I was a child. It came out when I was like... And it got... It came out when I was 11 years old, but it was like... it. You know, it's like, that shit's real. Uh-huh. Yeah. Famously, everybody was like, that shit happened. It was real, but it's the Blair Witch Project. Mm-hmm. Got lots of news media, got lots of attention, got lots of attention. And, yeah. and then not only for being like real, people thought it was real. There was this whole buzz, but then people also thought it was super stupid because they knew it wasn't real. Like they're like, that's such a shitty movie. Um, 
I have seen seen it. So this is a this is a little flippity flop. Last week we both we watched a movie we both seen, and in this episode or next episode we're gonna watch a flippity flop of which movie I've never I'm seen. I'm so excited to hear what you think about this, and it's it, I cannot believe I'm saying I, I'm I can't believe I'm living in a world right now where I have seen a movie you have not, especially That's a weird. scary movie. It's very strange. I feel so many things about this. This movie, I felt so many things when I first watched it. I feel so many things as an adult, and I'm just so excited to discuss how what you feel after you see after you see it. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> I'm breaking. I'm just like giddy at the idea of how you're going to react to this movie. I, I really don't know. It could go either way. It could, people are torn by this movie for sure. Yeah, it could go either way. But yeah, come back in two weeks, in which we're going to talk about the Blair Witch Project. And yeah, I haven't seen it, and Sarah has, so it'll be it'll be interesting. Hold on. Any thoughts before we go, Sarah? Hold on to your butts. Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs>